Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Hope for Heroes, Texas. This is Brad Cornell, and we're serving those who serve us. If you haven't joined us before, Hope for Heroes, Texas, what we do is bring in first responders from around Texas. And yes, we bring them into the Bevy Hotel, give them a beautiful night at the Bevy Hotel. We give them a gift card to spend right here in Bernie, Texas, and they have an incredible time. And of course, it's all in the greeting. Well, on today's episode, we have got a fantastic first responder that's going to be sharing some great stories, because that's what we do here. Under the weight of the badge. Glad you joined us. You've seen it all in his 15 years. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Brad Cornell here, Hope for Heroes. My gosh, Hope for Heroes, Texas. And we are fired up again today. Man, I want to thank you so much. If you get a chance to go to HopeForHeroesTX.org and check out our website, you'll see what we do. And it is amazing. Of course, the Weight of the Badge podcast is here for you. And, you know, a lot of us carry the weight of the badge. Of course, our police do, and a lot of people do. Sometimes you do. You go out, and it just seems like the weight that you're trying to deal with, it could be a badge. It could be trying to do discipline. It could be trying to do a lot of different things. But our officers and our first responders are who we deal with. And if you ever get a chance to come to the Bevy Hotel on a Saturday morning and just see how much these guys are loved and how much we care, we do it right here at the Bevy Hotel. And you'll see uh, people you probably know. Heck, there'll be people there that you thought, I didn't know you were coming here. So 9.30 on a uh, Saturday morning, go on our website, hopeforheroestx.org. Put in your phone number or your website, your uh, email, and we will contact you and say, hey, here's when the next one is. But I am honored and blessed today. Very self- In fact, this will be the first pastor I think I've had on the podcast. Um, I had our other pastor on one time. That was way before we got really rocking and rolling. But Hope for Heroes is rolling now. And we're blessed to have a, our missions pastor from First Baptist Church. He came here from McAllen, Texas, South Texas, Calvary Baptist. And he and his family are gems. They're incredible. And he's taken over the uh, First Baptist Church Missions Department and doing a fabulous job trying to get his arms around it like stacking marbles. You know, they're <laughs> stacking take, marbles. Like, they're just uh, <laughs> trying to get, as he's gathering them up, they're rolling out the back. I'm probably one of the guys rolling around there with him. But uh, I just want to welcome today just an awesome man of God, a man that uh, supports our mission, which of course is to show the love and the blessing that our first responders are all about. And I want to thank you folks for being part of that. But help me welcome today, Chad Mason, Missions Pastor of First Baptist this church here in Bernie. How are you, sir? Man, I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here with you, Brad. This is an exciting uh, thing going on in this community and really around our country uh, to come to Bernie, to, to hear about Hope for Heroes. Even before I started at, uh, at First Baptist, I was so pumped to hear that there are people out there that are, are, are looking at our law enforcement, men and women, and deciding that somebody, somebody needs to stand up and say, these guys mm-hmm. need some help. They need some attention. They need to know how much we appreciate their work and how much we love them. And uh, so I'm super excited. Excited to be here with you, Brad. This is this is a fun a fun event for me. Every Saturday when I go to the bevy, we get to see those families come in. We get to welcome them just with the the, the big crowd of, of cheers. It's just an incredible moment, and then getting to have the opportunity to pray with them. I, I feel like so many of those families are coming through. I've had just so much hardship that they've gone through, and uh, and they're overlooked. You know, nobody seems to know. I, I think because we assume. That because they're law enforcement, that they are, you know, public employees, whether it's federal or local or whatever state level, uh, we just assume that they have everything they need. You know, there's resources, they're paid, they've got everything. But man, sometimes they're really having a tough time. They've gone <laughs> through a lot of hardship, and some of them have experienced trauma that has impacted their their mental state, their marriage, their their life. And so, uh, anyway, that we can say uh, we we care, we're here, we understand. If you need anything, please don't hesitate to reach out. 
uh, man, I'm all in. I'm all in. It's it's an incredible opportunity for us to love on these these families, yeah. and uh, and so I think you're doing a great job, Brad. I love Hope for Heroes. Well, so thanks for having me on. That. I'm just the hands and the feet running around here. Those guys are the ones that do everything, and it's just two people that show up because it's all in the greeting. See, that's the big thing is we get the hotel. You get to stay. We bring them into the Bevy Hotel. If you didn't know what happens, guys, we bring them into the Bevy Hotel, give the family a nice room, and then we give them a gift card that they have to spend in town, which definitely takes care of all of their needs. But the big thing is, is when they come in, just get their room key and their gift card, they'd have a wall of people telling them how much we love them and we show them the love of Jesus. And that's just, you don't have to know them. You just have to love them. That's all we need to do. And so that's what changes their lives. There's been so many different lives changed just because they didn't realize they were loved. And so that is, that's a big thing. And we really appreciate you being there, Chad. And the prayers that you always offer on a Saturday morning is really important. And you carry the weight of the badge. You know, we don't realize... You know, you have a burden on your heart once you once you meet them. It's you, you need to pray for them and you need to care about what's going on. And um, that's sure. a that's a weight a lot of times. Especially some of these officers have been in shootings. Sure. They've been shot. They've uh, they've been indicted when they didn't need to be indicted out of Austin, and now they're waiting a trial. It's just a phony whole deal, but they're going to get off. But they still have to go through the two years of sure. sitting around, sure, crazy, not counting the defunding and all that kind of stuff. You yeah, know? there's probably never been more scrutiny on police officers than there is right now in this in this moment uh, at this time, and and uh, I can't imagine. Like I hear that there are thousands of police officers stopping work. They're not doing it anymore. Yeah. They're tired of Wouldn't. of risking life and limb and and future, you know, reputation, everything when they walk out those doors and and they're not in control of what happens and and uh, and they get the rap for any bad thing that happens in the country is blamed on all of them and uh, and so what a what a tough place to be and especially right here locally right and Austin just has probably led the country in its reform for its police officers and it's it's just raking them across the coals over and over and over again so yeah I I, I have a great heart for these guys I, I've had a number of friends over the years that are law enforcement uh, in the valley where I came from McAllen right on the border you know oh, lots yeah. of border patrol but you also have FBI DEA all the local uh, police forces and uh, so huge federal federal investment down there and state state resources and so we're meeting lots and lots of law enforcement in and out of the church all the time and uh, and all of them are dealing with the the same things in some way you know it's the pressure from their job like border patrol trying to both protect the border and care for all the immigrants that are coming and going and and the things that they're experiencing the trauma that they they in, incur just from trying to do that the DEA guys who are trying to stop guns and drugs from coming into the the country the FBI that's going all of them are at risk and all of them go through uh, significant difficulties all the time and so man you know this was super cool i, I really wish that there was hope for heroes all over the place like yeah uh, well, i wish hope. there was one in the valley and i wish yeah. there was one um different parts of the state of texas i, I have some friends that are, are law enforcement in the state of washington you know oh, they've yeah. gone through some crazy stuff in the seattle area and uh, i wish the churches would work together to say hey we care about you guys because exactly. uh, more often than not they feel like they're they're not welcome in those communities, even yeah. though that's who they're there to serve. Well, what do you see of being a pastor and being in the missions? What do you see the role of the church being in the lives of these guys? Well, again, I, I think they're overlooked most of the time. We're so accustomed to having police officers in our communities that I think we don't talk about it a lot. But I can tell you from the churches I've been a part of, there's a huge respect and love and care for our law enforcement mm -hmm. community. Um, I, I don't, like I said, I think the assumption is that they're good, right? We see them, they look tough, they're clean cut, they're, they look like they've got it all under control. 
Um, and, and so when you get to know them beyond that and you realize, hey, these guys have marriage problems, they have difficulties, some of them have addictions that they're dealing with, some of them are really having a tough time, uh, you realize these guys need care and support just like anyone else, uh, maybe mm-hmm. more so because of the trauma, the, the things that they, they, they go through. I, was, uh, I mentioned to you a little while ago, I was, I was uh, 11 Bravo, I was an infantry grunt yeah. in the Army for Thank a couple of years. Thank you for your service. Oh man, that was so long ago, it feels like a different <laughs> life, Brad. Yeah. You know, I got out in 1999. So oh, okay, were, yeah. 25 years past my enlistment. and uh, But you think about that. So many guys, I didn't have any combat while I was in the Army. I, I was very fortunate. Right after I got out, 9-11 happened and everything went crazy after that. And and so many of my friends, you know, have gone through intense uh, battles where the, you know, the, the trauma is a minute by minute trauma. Yeah. You know, the, the traumatic events are happening multiple times per day when you're in a combat situation. And some of these guys have gone through such hardship and they come back and they have all this PTSD and all these issues that they're dealing with. And we've seen all this, there's a national news coverage of PTSD and its impact on, on, uh, on these soldiers. But man, some of these police guys have similar experiences, maybe not on the same scope. You know, it's not like they go so, through yeah. multiple daily, but they go through far more than me as a civilian. Right, like you might have. I think as someone said, we might have five to ten major traumatic experiences in our life, and these guys have hundreds, hundreds right? Yeah, and uh, and so they have their own forms of PTSD and coping, and and trying to figure out the suicides are so high. It's just there's more people, you know, committing suicide than there's dying. Well, and and, in the, and those are in those the, extreme cases, but yeah. even in normal cases, it puts stress on your marriage, it's stress on your relationship with your kids and your families. How you respond if you've had a really bad day? Do you come home angry or frustrated or depressed? or say, all those things are, are so so prevalent. So all of that to say, Brad, that like, man, churches need to step up a little bit in this area. I, I know that most police forces have chaplains. They have people that are there to provide some sort of spiritual care. But these guys aren't the guys that are going to come and ask for help. You've no. got to kind of inject yourself into their life and say, hey, we're here. Can I help you? Can I build a relationship? Can I be your friend? And, uh, and that's where it comes down to. Like you say, it's all in the greeting. Uh, in the church, I say it's all about relationship, right? Yes, like exactly. if you're not building relationship yeah. with these guys, if you're not caring for them, uh, then the opportunity to care for them long term is just is going to be what, where the where the, you maximize um, our opportunity. So I love that our Bernie Police Department is involved here locally. Mm-hmm. I love that we have guys from San Antonio that's close to us. Uh, San uh, Austin guys are not far from us, and uh, so I'm I'm so excited. I, I would encourage if if any pastor is ever listening to this, man, guys, this is a really easy in by your really supporting is. people, caring for them, being nice to them, uh, just loving them. Uh, you you really have a, a, an easy way to care for people in the community that want to and already invest themselves, heart, soul, and body into your community. So these are great people for us to. You know, it's been amazing. Is into. when I first started this three going on three years ago now. The first guys I brought in, I was looking at them, and they you know they just walk in, of course, just shorts on and shirt, and they got their family, and and I was sitting there looking at them. In fact, I said this on the first podcast I always did ever did with the first officer John Laborde. I said, I'm looking at you two guys. You guys can work at a gym. You look like you work in a gym and that you're, you're health instructors. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is, is we don't real, yeah, you, we don't realize when we see these cops come in, they're really, you don't know they're cops. They're just regular people right. that have chosen that God's called to be, to put, to have more guts in a slaughterhouse. I mean, just, you don't go put your life, your life on the line like that and uh, then get thrown rocks at and then be telling how terrible you are. And you got to make split second decisions. And if you ever get a chance, folks, go on the line and check out that uh, the video, and you can see how, if he would have drawn or not drawn. 
I shoot the guy every time the wrong guy. <laughs> he reaches in his car for a cell phone. I already shot him. I mean, it's just like it's amazing because you don't realize the training. And I ride with these guys. Yeah, a lot of them through uh, Bernie PD and, and the sheriff's department. So I'll ride with them a day or two a week and just to see what they deal with. And they, it's amazing what they deal. We arrested one guy for you know on the highway. Had a warrant for his arrest. Had a gun in the front seat. And we arrest him. Next thing we do is a, a husband and wife are having a big fight, and he de-escalates all that, and they they're fine. Then the little girls. Falls on her head. Now we're EPS trying to ETS EMS trying to get all that done, and I'm just like, holy mackerel! And he's counseling all these all people in the day. off <laughs> all, all in the day. day. Yeah. I'm thinking, my word! But um, it's really important, I think, for the church to be involved more so, so that they know that they we just care. I mean, because you don't know who they are. That's really all we can you know? do, right? Yeah. Like, uh, there's we we can care, we can be present, we can be available to them. I, I was talking to the sheriff. Uh, Oxier about us even providing some chaplaincy work for the the county guys. Like there, there's just all we can do is make ourselves available, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But ideally, say bring your families, come be a part of the church, find community where people can love on them and care right. for them, and uh, and man, that means the world too. You know, uh, I do remember when I was in the army, uh, there was guys who who when we went were deployed for six weeks to Thailand. You know, they leave their kids, they leave their families, they leave everybody behind. Oh yeah, and you don't know what's going to happen. And we were training missions; we weren't in combat, so uh, there was, the risk was very low for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you come back home, and those parent those families have missed their husbands. They, so the same thing; these guys walk out the door every day, and you never know what the next is going to look like. For the best. The Way to the Badge podcast is sponsored by the Bevy Hotel in Bernie, Texas. And Apache Rifle Works in Comfort, Texas, open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. Keeps going on. When those sirens are gone. You know, people that come to a Hope for Heroes event, and like the ladies, I'd love to see the ladies that are there call the wives. You know, they meet them and say, hey, you mind if I just give you a call? Because it's all about talking. If you don't communicate, and officers are tough. I mean, I know, of course, you know, Austin PD. I know so many cops now. It's just unbelievable in first responders. And they're like, you know, what do you do when you go home? Well, a lot of them are like, don't talk to me for an hour. You know, you got to wind down. I got to wind down. And she's like, well, yeah, but I got some things I need to talk to you about. Well, I don't want to talk about those now. Because we don't know. And so there's all this these challenges. Well, she needs to talk to somebody. Yeah, and that, nothing like talking to another lady about challenges that don't go any further than that. And they don't like to go really, what I've seen is they're not going to go to the, the uh, chaplain in their office and start talking to them. They want to get outside folks. So there's oh, some, for sure. you know, we have a, we're building an advisory board, a police officer advisory board. And after the police come here that next week, then they call them and say, hey, man, you know, I'm here in Bernie. Tell me what's going on. If you need some help, we're here for you. And so we've had some really big, um, big things happen. Suicides have been stopped. Marriages have been saved. It's just incredible. Jobs have been saved. And so, uh, but it's not without the praying and without the church involved. I mean, I really want to see, I'd love to see churches have a special, you know, place for them to sit even. Like, hey, guys, look, it's just we got a place for you. You just got to get in the game. But it's, they're tough, you know, because they don't want to be singled out. They don't want to be, 
they get you know they get all weirded out when I when we give them the big oh sure greedy but sure. they love it no it, so. it, it means so much to them but like you said these guys are already they're uh, they're not public speakers they're not trying to, to yeah. make a make a splash they're not trying to get their name out there to be recognized and uh, so yeah it's always funny my. They're also their mentality is always funny, right? They're black and white. They're yeah. uh, they're law enforcement, so like they see the world uh, guilty and innocent, <laughs> right? And, That's right. Uh, and so the the gray areas get really really interesting. But we all live in that gray area. That's sure. how life is. And so uh, I I love it, Brad. I, I I was thinking about this verse when I was thinking about coming in here and sharing with you this morning. It's a verse that uh, I I think is really fun. It's out of First First Chronicles. And uh, if you think about this old story in scripture, David is trying to recruit an army. He's just about to be the king, and and these guys are coming to him. There's all kinds of different people, 10,000 from this tribe and 10,000 from this tribe, 100,000 from this tribe. It's huge numbers. And then it talks about these guys. It's, it calls them the Gadites. Uh-huh. It says that they defected to David at a stronghold. This is First First Chronicles 12, verse 8. And it says, they were brave warriors, ready for battle and able to handle the shield and the spear. So they had the faces of lions, and they were swift as gazelles in the mountains. And when I think about our <laughs> yeah, law enforcement, our these are the guys that are walking into danger. They're ready to go at all times, right? Like yeah. if they're on patrol, if they're on duty, and they get the call, it doesn't matter what it is. Somebody's driving a tank down Main Street. You got to stop yeah, they them, deal or, with them, or a guy like you said <laughs> fighting with his wife, or a kid who just got hit by a car yeah. on a street. Like they can deal with anything and everything, and they're ready to go. And, uh, and there's a toll it takes on them. And I think that's the thing that, that you recognize. And that's the reason why I hope we're here is that there's a toll it takes on them. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be a hero all the time without it hurting you somewhat. Yeah. And some of these guys bear the pain of that for a long time. And it just puts them in a place that can be really bad. And I'm glad that you're there. And that's why I want to say if there's any way that we can serve these guys. Uh, we want to be a part of it. Jason, the pastor at First Baptist, uh, uh, he has been so thrilled about this. We're so excited that you're a member of our church, Brad. You represent what we want to see. We want to see members who see that God has a purpose for them. There's nobody that was dreaming about this aside from you. And you go out there and you make this thing happen and all of us say, oh, we've all been feeling this needs to happen, but none of us had any idea how to do it. So, Brad, you're doing some things that we are so excited about. We want to see this thing go really well. and We want to see hundreds and thousands of police officers impacted by this this ministry. We're working on some other places in Florida. Um, in fact, all over Norse um, assistant uh, Dave Alinsky, he's looking at um, West Palm Beach, um, Corpus Christi. The uh, the, the uh, uh, Rosses has our hotel now, the Double Tree. He's building another Double Tree on Corp- in Corpus Christi, right on the water. So he wants to open that up. That'd be awesome. Yeah, right? so we can do Corpus Christi. And I like to, you know, the the, uh, the scripture that I use. I always you know, share with these guys and put on all the things we're doing. It's even on, written on my truck that says, uh, "Fear not, for I'm with you." Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand, Isaiah 41.10. And I try to get these officers to stick that somewhere so that they know God's got them in the palm of their hand because it's a big deal. And that's why it's so important for the church. I mean, I'm just a civilian out here, so I can say what I want to say and and do what I have to do to, to support these guys. But the church, guys, if you're listening to this, you know, officers listen to this a lot. You need to get to a church. You know, there's Grace Covenant up in Austin that we give them letters to, and CBC Church here in San Antonio they can always go to. We've got First Baptist up here. They all have free counseling. They all have uh, programs that nobody has to know you're in. Nobody has to know anything. And they probably all have uh, programs for kids, kids and for all youth that. ministry, yeah. For, yeah. for your young young adult kids. Uh, they have 
programs for women and wives. And some of them have like mops for preschoolers. Like there's so many resources available at your local churches that if, uh, if you're looking for a place that just to, to call home, to be known, that can be a support base to you. Yeah. Man, look for a local church. If you don't find one, call Brad. We can help you connect you with the oh, church anywhere, anywhere, anywhere in the, in the country. So yeah, you for tell sure. us, we can help you connect. We've got such connections now. It's pretty amazing. But yeah, guys, and if you're listening, if you're an officer and you think you've got the horsepower, you don't. You need Jesus, and Amen. you need Him in your heart. And you're the you know you're not only a leader a lot of times in the community as far as people are looking up to you. I mean, you call nine one one, we're expecting you to show up. Sure, but you've got a family also that you need to plug in to where the Lord's strengthening them, which will help you. But a lot of times you don't want to darken the door of a church because there's so many hypocrites and there's so many this or that. Well, welcome to the world. But when I you know, but that's hey, you get in there and just listen to the message and get the Lord in your heart. He will change your life. Like he's changed mine, like he's changed yours, um, Chad, like he changed everybody. You know, he yeah. just and the one thing I tell people, hey, once you accept Christ, look, you don't have to change anything. I mean, hey, you, you just like he did with Matthew, come follow, he told Matthew, come follow me. And Matthew said, Where are we going? We're we going to your house. What are we gonna do there? We're gonna have supper. At my house, where all the hookers and where all the crazy people are, and yeah. guys cussing and drinking and they're out yeah. of control, and you're coming to my house, Jesus? Goes, yeah, we're just going to come have supper. So he said, okay. All he did was say, follow me. He didn't say nothing else. He didn't say, okay, you guys all stop. He never reprimanded nothing. But what happens is once the Lord gets into your heart and you start doing what you're doing and just thinking about somehow, some way, don't, I mean, it's just the Holy Spirit. He starts changing your life, and pretty soon you— but don't think you have to change anything. So many times you say it's not fun being a Christian because I got to stop everything. Huh. Yeah, if, tell you, you, if what. you think you have to fix it first, you're never going to nah, be okay. you're never going to be. I always say this, Brett. I say you're, God loves you exactly the way you are, and he loves you so much he doesn't want you to stay there. Exactly. Right? Like he's yeah. always moving us forward. We but you'll grow. want to stop. Yeah, that's what's that's, so great. That's, I can't, what's, that's the whole point. So, and honestly, Brad, I'm a pastor, yeah. and there's parts of my life that desperately need to change. You sure. know, like... Uh, one of the things I think that probably police officers have in common is you go to work to fix and you help and you fix everything. But sometimes at home is the hardest place, yeah. right? You can I can change everything everywhere, but when I go home, I got to figure out how to be normal. They know me. They know they're not looking at my badge. They're looking at my face, right? Yeah. And they know my heart. They know the good days and the bad days. They know everything about me. And so when you go home and you're you are who you are without anything else around you, that's where. That your faith becomes such a big deal. That's where you're leading your your wife, and that's where you're leading yeah. your kids. That's where you're leading leading your life well, right? right. Uh, I, I train missionaries and pastors all over uh-huh. the world, and I always tell them, your first mission field is your home. And I would say the same things with a police yeah. officer. Like, your first responsibility is your family. It's your yep. kids. It's your exactly. home. And so, uh, so man, there's so much to think about there, guys. I hope that, that this is encouraging for you. And uh, if there's any way we can serve you here in Bernie, we are here. We would love to. Yeah, well, I appreciate that because you're right. Going home, like my wife just said, I just want you to listen. Well, what are you telling me for? You don't want me to fix it. <laughs> right. I mean, no, we're, you just want to listen. We're not even police officers. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, yeah, exactly. We're I'm like, can I turn the TV on while you're t- telling me? <laughs> like, they're, they're the immaculate oh, fixers of our world. They, are, they fix yeah, everything. But that's so, it. Well, I want to yeah. tell you so much. I do appreciate you so much. I really do, Chad. I appreciate what you do and how you support Hope for Heroes and it means a lot, your wisdom and your prayers and your the way you are, bringing your family, you bring your beautiful family in, folks. I mean, we're not talking just the guy come by himself. I mean, you need to bring your wife and your kids, all they that, to it. a morning. They see, they I really like other. the kids getting to see how officers are treated, and they get to meet them and you know, say, these are just really neat guys, because someday you're going to need one for something, you know? For sure. I and- mean... 
Man, there's so many. Your, your support yeah. base too. We get to meet so many people hanging out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, a lot and, of folks. Uh, it's really incredible. We've had over four thousand so. people come through since we started it. Just come through and volunteer. V- volunteer. And That's amazing. Watch over here. That's so, amazing. Well, I tell you what, Chad. I know it's time's running out. Why don't you? Uh, what do you say about closing us in prayer? Man, I would love that. Okay, I would love that. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for your work. I thank you for every single police officer, God, and law enforcement uh, service member that God is in our in our area. We thank you so much for the the risk that they take day in and day out. We pray, God, that you would sustain them, God, sustain their energy, their their family, God, their their uh, their mentality, God, that they can have hope and life and be full of 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 grace for the world that they live in, God. We know that it is a tough job that they have, and they see our communities at their worst. And God, we hope that through Hope for Heroes, they can see the community at their best. We pray, God, that you would use uh, this ministry, God, for your glory uh, among all of these peoples, God, that these uh, law enforcement and first first responders, God, can, can know that they are cared for and appreciated, God. But most of all, we pray that they would find you, find hope in you, God, we pray that you would be present among them. We love you. Be with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I do it for us. And I do it for them. And I ain't gonna buckle under the weight of the past. Hey, folks. Wow. I hope you enjoyed that. It's amazing what these men and women do as they carry the weight of the badge. And we sometimes forget how incredible they are but they're called to do what they do. So you know what? When you see one, give them a wave, give them a smile. Things are tough out there for all of us sometimes. So take some time for yourself. Spend a little time in church and with your family. And uh, thank you for joining us today on Hope for Heroes, Texas. Man, we want to thank Chad Mason today, Missions Pastor, First Baptist Church. You need to show up, folks. Time to darken the door and come in. Look forward to seeing you at a Hope for Heroes event. God bless you. Come see us. We love you. Time.